0: Hello everyone, this is Greg, your host of Goddamn GameCube. Welcome to Season 3. If you enjoy listening to our show, consider subscribing to us on YouTube for exclusive video content. Thank you and enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Goddamn GameCube. We have an exciting collaboration in store for you today. Andrew Rosas and Drew Saplin from Rooster Teeth have joined us today. Gentlemen, how are we doing?
1: Fantastic. I'm doing great. I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in right ahead of Drew. I'm scooping him. I'm scooping him on the uh, I'm scooping him on the pleasantries. Fantastic. (laughs) Thank you for having us. Thrilled to be here. Very exciting.
2: So, uh, it's the first. Uh, this is the. I would call this technically the first uh, stop on our podcast tour. I think is what. Wow. Wow. wow this is the first and, one well there's been like some technicalities but they've all been like friends and family like we've done like other friends podcasts <laughs> i this did is my mom's podcast yeah, yeah. okay this is, the, this is the first one where like strangers from the internet have been like hey do you want to be on our podcast and like, <laughs> oh my goodness yeah, okay fine so <laughs> nice y'all y'all are uh no pressure but you guys will determine whether or not we continue to do this or yeah not.
3: exactly this
0: hey, is really
2: mean, you
3: came to the right place this is this is home yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to let you know there's going to be plenty of hardball here. A lot of hard-hitting questions. <laughs> totally fine.
1: Totally yeah. fine. This is real gotcha podcasting. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: so um, thank you guys for joining. So today we have some unique programming. We have a couple of segments we're going to go through. So first, uh, this is the first stop on your tour, which is very exciting. So let's learn a little bit about you two first. So let's start off with a softball here. Um, What's your role at Rooster Teeth? Maybe we'll start with Drew and then we'll kick it to Andrew.
2: Me and Andrew, although we both look very similar, uh, we also have almost identical jobs and uh, uh, names. (laughs) Names Names. personalities, (laughs) personalities. Personalities and names and background and upbringing. Uh, It's very strange that I think we're just the same person from two different dimensions. Um, I'm a writer director at Rooster Teeth. Uh, I've directed some programs that you might have heard of, uh, but maybe not. Uh, There's a show called Master and Apprentice that I do. Where uh, it's a making show, we make like stuff from video games and movies, and I make sure that we film it correctly and in order, so that it, you can technically make it at home. But all the shit that we make is like... So, Whoa! Well, I was I almost asked if we could curse on this podcast, and then I remember the name of the podcast is Goddamn GameCube. <laughs> 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 no, I'm good. Spy design. Uh, yeah, you're yeah, good. You're fine. <laughs> Uh, but all the shit that we make on that show is like far too difficult to actually reproduce in real life. It's eight foot swords and oh shit made like cool. hand, hand carved out of balsa wood. So, uh, but yeah, a writer, director, at rooster teeth. Uh, and then we, the reason that we're doing this podcast is we have a, sh- me and Andrew have a show called the most that just got picked up. We were only available and it was a huge point of contention. And we complained all the time about <laughs> only being available on roosterteeth.com. And they finally said, sure, whatever, if you'll go away, we'll let you be on Spotify for at least eight weeks before we cancel you. Okay. And so we thought, <laughs> why not try to do a podcast tour to get a ton of listeners so that we would make the threshold where, uh, we could be sold against.
1: So where we could get that sweet, like, me undies green. Yeah, but, that's uh, all I want. All I want, yeah.
2: all I want yeah. is to be a shill for Purple Mattress. That's it. Yeah.
0: Like, oh, perfect. Friends, like, <laughs> yeah. that I, I want to be reading Manscaping ads till I die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 100%. I, yeah. I want to be
1: buried with the Manscaped 9.0 whenever they get to that <laughs> fucking level of one. Like, yeah.
3: Jesus Rose's, Christ. Roses, what do you do at Rooster Teeth? Uh, uh,
1: Drew, uh, I am also a writer and director. You're uh, kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, writer, director. I uh, work in the same department as Drew currently uh, right now. But I came, I came along to Rooster Teeth uh, from the sketch comedy world. I was a sketch comedy writer for years uh, and, and, and performer in Austin, Texas, and uh, kind of got in, got in the door that way and then was hired on as like writing staff, uh, staff writing, and then eventually uh, worked my way up to head writer for RT Shorts for a while. Uh, as there, you know, our, our our sketch comedy department there, and then uh, uh, that uh, uh, sketch comedy on the internet died for a while. I think I feel like it's coming back, but uh, who mm-hmm. knows? Like we're we're getting into uh, into unknown uncharted waters. But uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's how I got involved with Rooster Teeth. is kind of through through the the shorts angle. Uh, but now uh, aside from being yeah, again like looking the similar, having the same name, uh, we also have identical jobs in the same department. <laughs>
4: gotcha.
1: Uh, I I consider myself like backup drew in case like drew goes down. They like boot me up and like,
2: I see, I consider myself backup. You, this is a complete, it's a complete circle. <laughs> you know, like we, I, we just, we fill our gaps in so well. I think that's the, that's the deal
0: we did refer to you guys in our, in our group chat as the two Drews. So I guess that 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 lines up with the branding.
2: It does. Uh, Well, it's been a great podcast guys. We'll see you later. (laughs) (laughs) um, Uh, Thanks for having
0: us. So Andrew, you kind of took the next question out of my mouth, but I'll kick it to Drew before we move on. Um, So you kind of told us how, you know, your career path and how you got um, into, or how you got started at Rooster Teeth. Uh, Drew, can you give us a little history of, you know, Hey, what you've done leading up to Rooster Teeth?
2: Oh, sure. I was uh, a PA, and then uh, I was really bad at PAing for movies and TV. <laughs> I was sure. terrible. I can't oh take ma- I can't take being managed at all, and so that kept getting fired <laughs> or yelled at. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do the boss's job. And so I started first ADing. And like people would be like, what do you do? PA? I'm like, no, I'm a first AD. And then people just started calling me because I kept saying it a lot. Uh, And so I wound up getting a, what's a, it's an AD job, but it's a, it's called a second second AD on the movie Laser Team. And so I got introduced to all those dudes and then wound up doing, uh, firsting uh, a lot of million dollars, but which is an old Rooster Teeth show where you get asked, you get a million dollars, but this happens and we would recreate the sketches in real life. So I was ADing for Blaine Gibson, who's a great director over there as well. And then I think he got sick or like had to go on vacation and was like, do you want to direct a couple of these? And I was like, shit. Yeah, I do. And then, uh, directed enough to where they thought I didn't suck real bad. And they offered me a job. And then, I've been there for about four years now. So mm, okay. I've been writing and directing full-time for four years and uh, hopefully for at least a couple more.
0: Beppy, you want to take the next?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I to, to pretty much start things off, I just, I couldn't believe when Nick, um, you know, told us, he was like, yeah, we got some guys from Rooster Teeth. Yeah, because Nick
2: follows my mom on Twitter.
3: I just want to be clear, like, how this interview happened
2: was my mom texted me and said, hey, these dudes <laughs> on this podcast that has a bad word in it want you to be on, is that okay? And I said, I don't know them. And she said, well, I'll I'll give them your personal email. Or I'm sorry, she didn't say I'll give them. She said, I gave them your personal
0: email. They'll be in touch. Which bad word was it, mom? (laughs) Aren't moms great?
1: Maybe you can be involved in their make-em-ups. We're just like, maybe... I hear they can do, do a lot, lot of skits. No, they do a lot of fun skits. <laughs> I, yeah, if, if you do a sketch at church camp, it's a skit. That's right. that's ah. that's the rule,
3: <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I, I mean I, I was just I was blown away. And I mean because I I mean I don't think uh Greg or Nick have the same Kind of experience that I do, where I, I can go back to like freshman year of high school, and my friend is coming over and showing me Red versus Blue, which was my favorite show for a couple of years. Nice, and I couldn't believe it's like such a such a pioneer of of machinima. Yeah, and and I was I just wanted to ask you guys a quick question about how Rooster Teeth has evidently evolved and grown since then, and like what what the kind of focus of the company is now. We don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's I mean. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, 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 piggyback off that uh, we don't know with uh, we really don't know because <laughs> like the animation department is so far removed from like the live action department that like I, we have fr- like we have friends over there and we work with them, but like the like the decision making and the stuff that goes on and like the the, the like higher level like, I would say, uh, 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 like machinery and behind the scenes stuff is is largely a mystery even though like we interact with those people and like even like have meetings with them like it's so like drew and I are both in in sort of like the live action world. And so in terms of animation and and Machinima and like Red versus Blue Mm -hmm. and Ruby and all that kind of stuff is largely a mystery. And in like a cool way, because like, it's nice to, it's nice to, you know. It's
2: fun to be surprised along with everyone else. We're just like, oh, cool. We're doing that? Neat. We did Transformers? Are you kidding? Like we did the intro to (laughs) Transformers? What? Yeah. So so yeah, we're frequently surprised as well. And I think. That's probably a good thing because, like, I'm a real Tom Holland when it comes to like spoilers and like shit I shouldn't say. Like, (laughs) he's being like, oh, uh, Hey, we're working. Yeah, not to not to drop anything, but guys, we're working on a Jurassic Park animated show. I don't know if you know that or not. It's like that's not a thing. But like, <laughs> no. if anybody gave me that information, I would be like, "Hey, we're going on a podcast tour." I'm telling
3: everybody. Like, yeah, right.
2: you'd be a real uh, start
3: giving you false scripts. Yeah. yeah,
1: you'd be a real Mark Ruffalo in that interview about End- Avengers Endgame, where everybody he just basically yeah, like everybody, everybody, everybody dies and Don <laughs> just, Cheadle Don Cheadle space.
4: Like, oh, fuck man, you fucking <laughs> idiot. Like oh man, oh like, one of the
1: all-time great interviews of all time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that sentiment, Nick. I'm I'm glad it's it's largely a mystery because like it, it helps you. Uh, I think it also helps you kind of be a fan of your own company too at the same time. If you, if, if if you're not privy to all the goings on, you get to be like in the all hands meetings when it's like, hey, by the way, guys, we're doing this. It's like we're working on this. It's like oh cool, that's a that's new and interesting and, yeah. and fun. So it helps you you know, it keeps you on your toes in that regard. I would say.
5: <laughs> all right. So, um, all right, I'm up next. I've got one for drew. <laughs> okay. So, um, I was looking at some of the things that you've uh, directed or written at Rooster Teeth, and I found I stumbled upon the Weird Place. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, I haven't watched the entire season yet, but I have watched a few episodes. It's very funny. I like it a lot. Um, so, what was your role in it, and how was it going about uh, making all those episodes? You were writer um, as well.
2: I wrote and directed that uh, with Dave Jasmine, who mm. uh, no longer works at Rooster Teeth, but is a great fucking dude. Um, him and I basically. I would, so I would have a coffee at 8am and then around 10 o'clock it would all hit me at once. And I would just come into Dave's office, like swing the door and be like, okay, we got to go <laughs> right now. And there was like a two hour window from like 10 to noon where I had uh, a 10 foot whiteboard and I would just like scrawl shit on it. And like, Dave would just sit there and like type along and be like, yeah, I got it. And it like, does this make any fucking sense? And Dave would be like, yeah, no, it makes sense. It's like, yeah, but they're like transdimensional. And like, we jump over here and we jump back and he'd be like, yeah, no, like totally makes sense. I don't know why you don't think you make any sense right now, but it's just working. And so we would map out every day the story and structure, and then it came to games. When it came to like the games that needed to like be figured out, because a lot of this stuff in the installation, there are number one rules, like, don't make it an escape room. And I was like, well, I'm going to
5: <laughs> going to, well, <laughs> gonna be,
2: sorry y'all, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> I know uh, what it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so uh a lot, all the games that are in that show, we invented ourselves, but that was a whole other process of me being like, okay, if they do this, and then like a Rubes Goldberg, like setting up a Rubes Goldberg, like 3,000 miles, or however far, 1,500 miles away from where we're actually shooting it, and then seeing if it'll fit, like, because we did a scout there, and then, it was like, basically me and Dave had all these ideas went there had all the ideas completely thrown out the window because like this place is insane and then came back and like restructured all the games and stuff to make it um playable and so that was kind of the process that we went through and then the shoot was it was four episodes it was four nights and we would shoot overnight which made everybody dumb which made everything much funnier Um, because nobody could solve any of the puzzles or anything (laughs) <laughs> and so, because they were just like tired and like, I, I, you're also like Santa Fe's at altitude. We've it, Roses, we have talked about so much about Santa Fe. I feel like you and I are going to retire and do painting in the, in the mountains of Santa Fe over the last two weeks. It's come up like I'm, nine times.
1: I know I'm already, I'm, I'm already there in my mind, man. Right. I'm, I, yeah. I'm, I'm living a, there.
2: Just along for the ride. Ra- I, I just, think
3: there could be way worse
2: fates. You're, okay. You're just <laughs> at cars. You're in your own personal hell, which is at cars in Santa Fe. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. No, I'm, I'm, you, I, before you know it, I'm going to have turquoise pinky rings. Uh, <laughs> I just want one. I just want one turquoise.
2: Nuns. I just want to be ballotai. prestigious yeah, ballotai enough ballotai. to have one turquoise pinky ring. But, that, that show was insane uh, and incredible and a lot of fun to make just being out in their space and, and night after night, just setting new stuff up and having them eat weird shit and like do weird shit. It was just a, if there's anything that I've made that I'm more, like, I'm not proud of anything else. I'm sorry. That's the thing I'm most proud of. <laughs> I I of quote I, clip, I, yeah. clip, quote. clip, clip it. Clip, yep. clip that. That would be the title of the episode. I, that's the thing that I've made that I'm the most proud of because it was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, That Meow Wolf, as a company, is really was leading the vanguard in terms of diversity and inclusion, and as well as like creatives doing creative stuff and giving the creatives the space to do that. And so they really let us come in and just make some art, and we're really pleased. Like. Everybody on the team was really happy about what they had made and what we had made. So
3: yeah, it was dope. That's a really cool uh, really cool spot. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's then, awesome. Probably George R. R. Martin's greatest achievement, yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> he it. Yeah. Uh, the other like really weird and humbling
2: thing that came from that was like we went to RTX that next year and like, you know, like the animated characters get cosplayed a lot, like the Ruby characters, et cetera. But somebody had uh, cosplayed one of the characters that I had invented for the show, and like she showed up and like was in it, and I was like, I stopped her. Like instead of instead of it usually being the other way, where somebody's like, "Can I get a picture with you?" I was like, "You come here, can I have a picture with you?" And she was like, "Who are you?" And I was like, "I made that. That's me." And she was just like, "Okay." It's like I think you, the pictures you on so. the internet, and I'm like, I'm like super amped, and she's just like, oh.
5: like uh, "I don't." That's incredible. Who yeah. is this man? So a uh, follow up to that, you know, I was looking at the weird place on I was reading all the comments. Can you give us a little bit of Tom Holland, Mark Ruffalo spoilers? Is there going to be a season two? People seem to be clamoring for
2: we it. We can't. We can't disclose if there's a season two or not. Okay, uh, all right. I can't. I can neither confirm nor deny a season <laughs> two. I okay. will say Fair that uh, Meow Wolf has since opened uh, an installment in Las Vegas and Denver, mm-hmm. um, and both of those spots are dope as hell. So. If nothing else, if you're looking for a weird place to fix, uh, just buy a plane ticket to either of those places and go. Make sure to wear a mask. (laughs)
5: Excellent. (laughs) excellent. Oh, thank you. All right. uh, This next question is for you, Andrew. So um, this actually involves the two things that are hanging behind your head right now. Uh, oh, I came across your site and your oil paintings, and they are super dope. And I would love for you to tell us about how you got into it and what you currently do with your paintings. Oh. You take oh, my commissions. G- yeah, please.
1: Oh my goodness, thank you very much. Well, I, I should clarify, this thing po- This thing painting is not one I've done. This ah, was okay. a gift, but I love it so much. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, it's my favorite movie, so I keep it up back here. Gotcha. This one up here is one that I did. I saw that on your uh,
5: website, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, roses. So, roses.
5: Do you
2: want to tell us what you're pointing at?
1: Okay, uh, over <laughs> uh, 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 audience, close your eyes. Visualize this. Go to, go to step into my mind palace. Over here, over my right shoulder, is a painting of the, a dog from the movie The Thing, uh, uh, standing in a snowy background, and also uh, has like you know the alien tentacles coming out of it. It's really uh, it's really great. Uh, Over my left shoulder is a uh, red like Bic, a red cheap Bic lighter that I painted uh, using oil paints, water mixable oil paints. It's lying on its side in relief on a blue background. So that is what we're referencing. Uh, But to answer your question, um, so uh, oil painting, I'm like very new to it. Uh, I I didn't go to art school or anything like that. Uh, I, at the beginning of quarantine, I got an iPad because, you know, I was going to go kind of nuts if I was just home alone all the time Mm -hmm. and not having like multiple kind of creative outlets because I wasn't going to the office. We weren't like filming anything like we weren't on location on set. So it was just like being at home, working from home. And it's like I have one giant room that I live in. Uh, so, you know, it's, it'd be very easy to get cabin fever. So I got an iPad to just like fuck around on, just like, oh, I'll try some art on it. Started sketching, drawing, using that. Um, and, uh, really had a great time. Had, like, did found it very, uh, meditative and relaxing and a lot of fun. Uh, but all it made me want to do was actually work with physical media, like actually work with paints. Like I, every time I wanted to like try to do something digitally to make it look like paint, it just never, there was just wasn't the like tactile response and feel uh, that I was like looking for. Cause it's still, I mean, it's well, it's a, a miracle of technology to have just like an Apple pencil you put on a thing. It wasn't, it, was, it wasn't the same so I was just like fuck it I'm gonna go I'm gonna like have
3: the humanity yeah that's exactly right. the humanity. doesn't have
1: the doesn't have the humanity doesn't have yeah exactly the the the, the physicality in 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 the uh, in this dimension that I wanted uh, mm-hmm. so I yeah I went to the I went to the art store I mean the art supply store and uh, I did a little bit of research I was like I think I want to like I look like, I was like I've had some artists that I like on Instagram that I followed and kind of like there saw what they were using just like materials wise. And I was like, OK, so I like got some of those, got some like canvases or uh, I use uh, uh, gesso uh, boards instead of canvases, mostly for my stuff. Just try like tried it out, just like sat down and was like, all right, I'm going to try to paint. I think the very first thing that I painted was uh, some lollipops. I was just like, I'm going to try to do this. So I like did a little sketch of the canvas and just like went, just did it. And, uh, and I love it. It's like my, one of my absolute favorite things.
5: That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I have one follow-up question to sure. that actually. So how many views does this episode need to get for you to do an oil painting of a GameCube for us?
1: Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, GameCube, uh, well, um, six, I can, I could I, could, I, could, <laughs> I could can, I can, I can just let you. I could give you one- Six. I could give you one of the seven GameCube paintings I already have. <laughs> I mean,
4: um, got
1: That's what we're there. worth to
3: you, huh? Which
1: <laughs> uh, one do you like? I'm, I'm fucking- I'm fucking up to here with GameCube paintings. Can't get rid of them. They're like propping up uneven tables around here. I'm just- Perfect.
3: Uh, those goddamn GameCube paintings. <laughs> those
1: goddamn GameCube paintings.
3: Oh, that's great. That's um, great. No,
2: yeah. Um, the other- our, the other thing that, uh, is not only commendable, but also just uh, grossly infuriating, is how good Andrew is at painting, having never had anything. Like, no... Uh, like he said, he not not professionally trained at all, but then just everything else. Andrew's very good at not only painting, but then, like, as uh, as we can see, but the audience can't, there's a guitar neck behind him as well. He could pick uh. that up and just play some shit. Uh, and then also, like, then design his own band logo uh, in, in Photoshop. Uh, just... The, uh, jack of all trades that is Andrew Rosas, uh, makes me so mad that I only do TikTok (laughs) and play Breath of the Wild. That's it. It's just like, I want to, I'll be, I'll be in the middle of like dying for the ninth time in Breath of the Wild because that's what I'm working on right now. And I'll be like, what is Andrew doing? And then he'll post something like a picture that fucking duck that we like went on about on the podcast this last week. Uh, Andrew entered the, uh, uh. The, what is it? The duck stamp? The the, the federal, federal duck stamp the, competition? The federal duck stamp competition. And apparently the winning duck gets a million fucking dollars. And the painting what? he did is insane. Like, it is like, it looks like a photograph. And uh, meanwhile, I, I haven't even gotten the Master Sword yet. So... Uh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in our own really pants. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Some of us are just in our underwear a lot more, and that's fine. Yeah. Oh, oh. Don't get me wrong. I'm painting in my
1: underwear. I'm like, I'm in like, sure. I, I look like Alfred Molina from uh, Boogie Nights. <laughs> while I'm painting over here. I'm in an open robe. <laughs> There's a kid lighting firecrackers around me while I'm painting painting ducks. Uh, yeah, wow. no, it's 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 a scene, man.
5: Well, that's what awesome. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> Thank you for the incredible visuals today, Andrew. We appreciate it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. So, last question I have. This is for both of you, for whomever wants to uh, sure. take it up first. I would. I just want to ask you both about the various Rooster Teeth shorts that you've been involved in. Maybe some of the favorites you've worked on. Maybe sure. recently, or some ones Ooh. that you want to maybe get out there in the world a little bit more. So either one of you can uh, just jump right in.
2: Uh, I like, there's one that Andrew's in that he wrote that I directed that I take all the credit oh. for. Um, but, uh, <laughs> the, uh what's, I can't remember the character's name, but it's, uh, one of my favorite shorts. What, Andrew, which one is it? The one where get hit with the skateboard, the, um, <laughs> Oh, self-defense yeah, class. Self-defense class. That one's one. It's, such, Dwayne Kersey? Dwayne Kersey, that's right. The character's name is Dwayne Kersey, and he's just a self-defense instructor that comes to Rooster Teeth. Teach everybody a little self-defense. And the improv on set that day uh, killed, like, was just... Yeah, cack, we could not stop cackling with laughter. The other one that was my personal <laughs> favorite is, uh, I think it's like called The Heist Short or something like that. Uh, the yeah. hardest I have ever laughed on set is because of the ending of that short. Like, we shot it, and I couldn't fucking breathe. So if you're checking out, two, uh <laughs> Ultimate Heist and... Uh, Self-defense class. Andrew, what about you?
1: Uh, I like self-defense class, too, simply because it was like it was just a chance to be an idiot and play a character. Because like normally for most RT shorts, I wrote them or directed them, but I was in in very few. Um, So I was behind the camera for the most part. But uh, self-defense class Dwayne Kersey was a real like fun opportunity to get in front of the camera and just play an idiot and just channel <laughs> like just channel Danny McBride that's really all I wanted mm. to do with that one it's <laughs> just be see the the most fun characters are uh people with unearned confidence. That's, Ooh. if you, kids, if you're out there like writing a fun sketch character, an idiot with unearned confidence is a <laughs> great place to start. Like, that sage is- Sage advice. Sage There's advice. There's so
3: many in the real world. It's very- <laughs> Exactly, <That>
1: <laughs> no, exactly. So like, uh, so Dwayne Kersey is a an absolutely dog shit, uh, uh, self-defense instructor, <laughs> but thinks he has all the answers and just gets savagely beaten over six minutes uh, because again, he's a terrible uh, uh, self-defense instructor, and yeah, I think that that looms large is one of my favorites that I got to be in. I think my favorite one that I that I wrote because I, I think about it a lot is uh, one for that we did for Halloween. I really like like genre uh, comedies, and so like you know when we get to do once for Halloween for like horror shorts are a lot of fun. Christmas as well, um, but I did a horror short uh, a couple years ago called "You've Been Warned." Uh, which was a lot of fun to do. And it's like takes some like fun, your standard like horror tropes, like kids like stop at a gas station and there's an old man sitting out front, you know, that tells them, Hey, don't you kids don't go up to the lake, you know, because a bunch of kids just like you died, you know, died out there like 20 years ago tonight. And then that old man, then the kids leave, that old man walks off and runs into another old man it's just an escalating series of old men running <laughs> into each other warning them not to warning them and it just like it just heightens and escalates to a completely ridiculous place uh so it, if you God. if you like uh, horror tropes uh uh check out yeah you've been warned i think warned. is uh it. Yeah, yeah. I mean. well
2: and i guess uh we're technically not on uh i mean we're on rooster teeth equipment but uh it'll be fine we're actually uh working on a a short uh together outside of rooster teeth uh, that we're shooting in two weeks which i just realized is very close and I have, very a, I have a lot of work to do andrew's directing and i'm producing which means i'm hiring everybody and then telling andrew that i hired them uh which i need to be probably <laughs> doing right now uh uh-huh. most of them are hired but uh yeah we're working on a short it's called stolen so it'll be hopefully fingers fucking crossed it goes to the festival circuit um, I hope you're okay yeah. with me talking about this. We didn't talk about it. Of before. course. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, well, we can. It's not live. We
0: can cut it out if we don't like it. But um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll cut it out if I want to. Right. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> to I'm, just <laughs> Shit. Oh. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. Who's the host here. Yeah. Oh wow. No, uh, I uh, I have the host hammer here. So on the same subject of uh, of film, we're going to move on to our second segment here. Ooh. So uh, off mic, you guys said you were movie buffs so we're gonna uh, we're gonna play some hardball here uh, so, so here we go
2: Andrew, yeah. Andrew will trounce me in whatever we're about to do i know a lot of facts uh, so okay. here
0: we go so um we'll we'll be as gentle as we can here <laughs> so uh video game movies are consistently derided as bad and have like a track sure. record of failure Sure. so like before we get into specifics like, let me ask you guys, if you're movie buffs, give me an opinion. Why do you think so many video game movies fail? And why hasn't it gotten much better? Although, save for maybe a few examples.
1: uh, I think if you want to, like, talk about, like, the... If we want to get down to the root of why video game movies fail, it may be because, like, uh, I think the best video games, or at least, like, best modern video games that are telling a very intricate and long complicated story enough to keep you invested over the hours and hours you have to pour into a video game um a movie even like a two and a half hour movie three hour movie i don't even think can can sustain that level of that, that same kind of grind that you have to do in a lot of in a lot of video games and i think what comes with what comes with the, like the best games that I can think of or that I can have played is that like over those hours and hours and hours that you're grinding in this game, you're like, you know, you're identifying with the character you're building, you're building a relationship with the character, uh, over hours and hours and hours, uh, subtly. And to cram that into two, like to two and a half hours, two and a half hour movie is really hard to do. Like, I I don't want them to make a Red Dead Redemption Two movie. Like I think it'll suck ass because I don't want
2: like. (laughs) I would argue you are also prescribing some of your own like uh, some of your own ego goes into that character, right? Like you don't Mm -hmm. need to know like let's take okay Super Mario for example. Like you don't need to know shit about Mario to know that he's going to go kill these mushrooms or whatever. But I'm putting myself in the Mario shoes. So whatever version of Mario that I'm ever going to see, even though that movie's fucking fire, and you can fight me on that because that. Super Mario is so fucking good. We were gonna ask Uh, you about it, actually. (laughs) 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 The version of Mario that I played, I played me as Mario. And so Bob Hoskins' Mario isn't my Mario, that's not me. And so I think that's where your big one disconnect is. I think the other one is that like, what sells as a video game is ubiquitous adventure, where it's just like, yeah, you're in anybody's shoes and you're able to go do it. What sells as a movie is uh, premise. So you can get away with Mario being a really weak premised video game. Man, plumber goes kills mushrooms. Weird. Uh, as a premise for a film, <laughs> yeah. can't does not translate. That, and that kind of yeah. that kind of follows the path of like Mortal Kombat. You and your uh, brother are beating the shit out of each other in mom's basement, um, and the story doesn't <laughs> matter because that guy has fire and this guy has ice, and it's great. Um, yeah. Now we have to build in a premise. As to the why these people have fire and ice, and it's like well, that nobody get, who gives a shit about that. I just want to go beat yeah, somebody up.
1: I I think though, you know, if I have hope for one franchise to break out of this uh, th- this cursed Ooh. this cursed land, Resident Evil is. <laughs> oh god
4: <laughs>
1: no is uh, uh, uh is is uncharted yeah i think ah. un- i think uncharted which i
0: think they're working on right now last i think of that's us, being last made of the us is gonna
2: be turned into a tv show which i think is a but smart move
0: they already made the uncharted movie it was indiana jones right right uh, it's a joke uh, it's a joke but
1: see but see yeah. okay here, here's here's where i think that the uncharted here's why i think the uncharted series will work is because it, because it has the cultural touchstones in your mind mm of indiana jones of tomb raider you have like you already kind of know what those movies are going to be about so you don't have to lay the tedious track of world building that eats up the first half hour of so many video game movies explaining the why of this Fuck it we don't need the why which but, but again i think that's where a lot of like execs and studios people's like short circuit is they have it's like well, why is this happening? It's like, I don't know. Did you play the game? Right. Yeah. A millionaire. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like Yeah. you want to
1: make this movie, you're cutting the checks. Like, but it's like, but I don't understand why it's like, great. We'll build in 30 minutes of why. And everyone will lose interest by the time we get to the, 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 the attack point or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Like
0: uh, we were going to touch on a couple of video game movies here. I mean, we could talk for hours, but we'll try to, <laughs> sure. we'll try to go rapid fire here. So um, you you took a couple of out of our mouths already, and I'm sure we'll have a good laugh at them. But <laughs> let me let me ask you this. So I actually really like Detective Pikachu. Did you guys see that? Did you yes. guys see Detective Pikachu? No. It's a war, it's a Warner no. property. So yes, I did.
4: Okay. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> and loved and it. loved it. Yeah. We should what, all what love I, Detective
3: Pikachu. <laughs> what,
0: what I was going to say about that is I feel like it's the I shouldn't say the one. It's the one video game movie I've seen recently where I'm like, wait a minute, that movie was wasn't stupid, Like it was actually like really cute and like emotional. And I got into it and I was like, can we get a little bit more of that where it's like, it's not just like a, it's a, it's enough of a, a movie where kids could enjoy it and adults. Yeah. Yeah. I, I,
1: I saw detective Pikachu. I enjoyed detective Pikachu, even though I think the like conceit at the very end doesn't hold up too much scrutiny. Like you have to, it, I was like, wait, the, the, well, I won't spoil it, but anyway, I was just like, whatever i I don't yeah exactly (laughs) but i think it does something interesting with which is take the the world you have the like the world of pokemon and then transpose onto that an interesting premise or situation or scenario it the the uh, to getting back to what i was kind of saying is i feel like so many video game movies fail is because the whole movie is dedicated to the why right Right. so you're like you're like you're 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 doing so much you're laying so much track to explain why this movie should exist rather than this is a property you know and love now let's have a murder mystery in it like right let's like let, let's take that inside this this world that you're already familiar with because you play the damn game you guys you, you thought it was well known <laughs> enough to make a movie out of it. So obviously the audience is there. So I, I think like that's why. It's because you're taking these characters you're familiar with and putting them within a premise that Drew said is like I think the most important part of the movie element of it and once you bring those to it, two great tastes taste great together, I'm bringing it into this podcast, Drew. Uh, <laughs> um, uh,
0: so in in terms of other movies, now, Beppe, you've got a you've got a few here that you're going to tackle. Uh, why don't you I, I do. <laughs> we could talk about this for so long, but why don't why don't we just hit through these? OK, um,
3: so you, you guys actually brought up both of my my initial choices here. Um, the Super Mario Bros. movie we actually watched as a group. Oh yeah. Fucking fun. I think I, so until good. a moment ago, I thought our opinions were pretty unpopular, but we were big fans. I love it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to speak at all about your your impressions of that film.
1: Uh okay, so Drew, uh, you're you're a big fan of it. Huge fan. Uh, I, I haven't seen it in a very long time. I also haven't seen it in
2: a long time, so I, that might be that might be informing my decision, but go ahead.
1: This uh now I could be way off base here, but in my mind, it it represents one of the last. Because when when did the when did the when did that movie come out? Nineteen ninety Okay. I feel like it was like early mid <laughs> early mid nineties, and I yeah. could be wrong on this, but hear me out. I think the Super Mario Brothers movie is one of the last vestiges of Hollywood that was run on cocaine. Yes. Okay. Now, <laughs> yeah. At
3: one hundred percent.
1: Because I feel like. We got some of the craziest, most bad shit, and honestly, bad but enjoyable movies from cocaine in the 80s and early 90s. Then somewhere along the way, uh, Hollywood switched to green juices. Like we got a lot of that. That's what Hollywood (laughs) is run on now. But I feel like that movie... Is is one of the last examples of a movie made entirely out of cocaine, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe why <laughs> why it's so enjoyable? Like, because yeah, it's yeah. mania, it's absolute mania. That's my theory.
2: Just, uh, just Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, and then uh, not Dennis Rodman. What's his name? Uh, Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Hopper. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Dennis yeah. Rodman.
5: Dennis Ro- I mean, why not? hell <laughs> not, yeah, right, yeah. Why not hold on at this point? <laughs> yeah. Dennis Rodman as
2: King Cooper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just how they shoehorned in. How the universe works. Like, just like, oh, they have put them in jumping boots. That's a thing now.
5: Great. Sure. Why not? Yeah.
2: Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Just like, again, how they shoehorned the why in all of those moments of like, why is there a lizard? Oh, like they just completely did whatever they wanted to. And then, oh, yeah. uh, Just also the set deck for whatever reason in that movie sticks with me a lot, where it's just like those weird, like the mushroom, the power up mushroom. It's like this weird, gross little mushroom that grows out of a pipe. Just like weird <laughs> yeah. shit like that. We're like,
3: It all looks like laser tag to me. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> incredible. Like so well, it's, it's beautifully executed. The art department's beautifully done. The script is terrible. And the, just like yeah. the fact that, again, it's one of those things. That's why I think a lot of movies are even on Criterion a lot of times. We're just like, I can't believe they got away with this shit. Like that's why we're putting it over here. It's like, look, some asshole gave these people a lot of money. And now we have this thing.
3: Like are you suggesting this is going to wind up oh, in the Criterion I'm closet? Gonna gu- I'm I think maybe. And
2: if I ever get successful <laughs> enough to visit the Criterion closet, I'm picking Super Mario Brothers. That's what's happening.
3: <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I- I, I feel like it is it's it is indeed one of the last of, of its time where I feel like it, it, it was such a legitimizing thing where it's like, wow, it's so important that they're making a movie. And now it's just, it's kind of taken for granted and it's not that surprising. Like they make movies out of sure. everything now. But um, yeah, I mean, I just think it's a really remarkable, you know, I'm just glad the cameras are rolling those days because <laughs> wow, they caught it all. They caught it all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for better or worse oh, um the other one we had was uh resident evil oh, have you oh. guys followed those movies oh god
2: well um go ahead drew uh, i was gonna say uh one of our first interviews for the most was with uh paul anderson ws yeah, paul, paul paul christ the other that's unbelievable paul anderson and uh mia jovovich we did like a special really? like thing really wow. monster hunter And so like, Oh, that's another bad uh, one. And that's yeah. Another bad one. But, uh, also they were the sweetest people. And so I just don't, I can't bring myself to be like, yeah, (laughs) resident evil bummer. No, like just like, I, I had brought one of the swords from Master and Apprentice that we had made from Monster Hunter. And oh, I, cool. Paul Anderson was like, very good job. Like, just very nice. Like Aww. some dude in his house in LA, just being like very sweet and like on this poor, like this poor dude on this press tour for a movie that he didn't really, didn't very
3: do very well. So it's just like- That's where you get that perspective, yeah. you know? Yeah. These are human beings. Yeah. It's true. stuff. Oh my God.
1: Uh- so uh, a couple of I guess it was when we were on the podcast Drew. yeah uh, on the RT podcast and we were talking about movies we walked out of I left one off the list and one <gasps> of them was one of the Resident Evil movies which one but here's the thing but here's the thing it was Resident Evil three I think extinction oh, God. I walk, uh, extinction I walked out of not because not because it was bad it is. Yeah, I I was sick. Like I I I got physically. It Ill. Gave Not you, from watching the movie. It made you no, sick, or oh. maybe. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I got I got contact salmonella yeah. from.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh my like god! Wait, so are are we even, like? Are, did you like? Did you barf in the theater, or did you poop your pants no. in the theater, or did you manage no, 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 to no, make I, it out of the theater before either? I this made part.
1: it out of the theater to throw up in the bathroom, and then I just I went home because uh, I was decidedly ill. The but amount of times I made it
2: to the bathroom to throw up is remarkably low. <laughs> like what? Yeah, like I've gotten there, but like. Eventually, but like the first time, it always <laughs> takes me by surprise, and I
3: never fucking make it. Uh, it is always in the hallway. You're always gonna associate Resident Evil with barfing. Now it's fine, I so. truly
1: do. Like I can still <laughs> smell the like uh, that like acidic bile uh, smell. Like whenever oh, no. I see musty theater. Yeah, oh, when no. I see, whenever I see whenever I see a Resident Evil poster, I honestly like. I, of course, I I don't think I after three I didn't even finish three, and so I haven't been back to the franchise since that. Um, I remember one and two being like bad, but that was also like way back in the day when like, uh, like uh, uh, bad movies were, were, were enjoyable to a point cause you'd, you know, uh, partake of some substances and go to the theater with your friends and just goof on it It's enjoyable. But, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going back. I'm not going back to revisit the, the resident <laughs> evil franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I
3: don't, Who can blame you? I don't like, think it has anything seeing, for
1: me. There's a you know fast what I mean? no.
2: Resident evil crossover coming out next year that I'm very excited about. So I mean, it's,
3: it's, it's like, I've seen some footage from the later movies and it just looks like absolutely bonkers. Um, but we're trying to, uh, Greg and I are pretty much like the, the, the street team at this point for the new Resident Evil movie coming out because like, no one's talking what, about what is, it.
2: What is it? Tell I, I don't even the, know it. there was one.
3: It, it's allegedly supposed to be like, like, like starting over, like hearkening back to the first two games and featuring all those characters that weren't like featured at all in the, the other movies. <laughs> for I,
1: I, I hope the, I hope the dialogue is as stilted and wooden as the first two, just, oh man, it's God, those those first two movies. I wouldn't have it
3: any other way. I want it that way. You know?
1: The thing, uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like, okay, so again, I'm in the cast dispersions here. I'm going to, I'm going to commit some, some slander. Is it possible? Because the, the Resident Evil movies, how many are there? Nine now? They're there. It's on are pace. With, nine? It's, it's it's on pace. I feel like it's on pace with the Fast franchise at this point. Oh my point. God. I don't know how many there are, but there's a lot. in there. There's a lot of them. And they, they are, typically universally reviled by most people and video game fans, yet they still make them. So my question is what what kind of money laundering scheme yeah. is going, like what kind of like mattress firm bullshit is happening <laughs> with this franchise. I thought you liked
3: Paul W.S. I, Anderson. Just,
4: I just, <laughs> just like
3: him. You're like, like legally accusing him no, of wrongdoing. Allegedly. Tweet. Allegedly.
1: Uh, allegedly.
3: <laughs> our lawyers have infirmed us. This is all yeah. hypothetical. Yes. The,
2: the new Resident I've Evil movie. I've seen documents.
3: I just feel like it was ultimately like a poor... Represented because I, I saw some of the movies first and then Greg was like, the games are nothing like them. You have to try the games. And it's like, wow, these are completely different worlds. And I feel like a lot of like video game movies are like that, where they're almost like ashamed of like what they're adapting. Mm-hmm. So they water it down like a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the future is, but
0: uh. on the same sort of uh, scary game horror movie sort of bent here, Mm. uh, a movie franchise that I found fascinating, not necessarily because of the because of the content in the movie. Have you, you guys familiar with the Silent Hill movies at all? Have you seen them? Be- Ain't seen them You seen haven't, him. Seen him. haven't seen them Haven't seen. Okay, we can make this nice and brief. <laughs> so what? What I find really interesting about the Silent Hill movies is I have had several people in my life. They're like, oh, Greg likes video games, but it's completely unrelated. They say, oh, my favorite horror movie is the Silent Hill movie, and I'm like, oh, you know, it's based off the game, right? And they're like, it's a game, and like, I don't know, like where that came from. I feel yeah. I don't know. I don't know where that came from or why, but i i also like i also like i don't want to just like make this a podcast where i like shit on things but like the movies are <laughs> not, not, really like it's not that already <laughs> it's, it's not that yeah i mean they're not good but I, for some reason like i feel like the the part of the fan base that's like that really likes the movie and has never played the game is bigger than you would think in hmm. some cases um but speaking of other movies i mean you guys already touched on mortal kombat Um, Beppi, did you want to talk about, uh, pixels or or maybe Warcraft before we move on here? Oh no, poor Duncan Duncan
2: Jones and Warcraft. He was, uh, what a... Okay, (laughs) can I... I'm
1: I'm sorry. Before we jump into that, I want to address this really quick just to get uh this out of the way. Sure. Um, so... I have been seeing trailers for the movie free guy for, oh, seven Jesus. Years. for a thousand yeah. years. The Me fuck too. Is this movie <laughs> we, coming out? Yeah. I, I have been seeing trailers for this thing for, I, I would say the better part of this decade. Yeah, I think it's and literally
0: ha- coming out tomorrow as of 10, the time we're great. recording this. Can't wait. <laughs> can Black Lido, finally. Can't
1: wait. Even though that's all I've been doing is waiting. Apparently. Oh, oh, sorry. Also, I just wanted
2: to throw that in there. A, a remake of, uh, what's Ryan Reynolds did that movie, the nines back in the day, Where which is the exact same concept. He's a sim, and uh, exact right. same concept, just different oh, yeah. different level
3: of budget. A little bit of Truman yeah. Show too, you know. It's uh, nothing new under the sun. I don't know. I got I got <laughs> pixels vibes from that trailer. To be honest with you, I I, I have uh, I don't it's, have high hopes. Pixels <laughs> is fucking awful.
2: Pixels was Adam Sandler. Wait, we joined, had right? a group
3: watch of Pixels too. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: <sighs> and wait, isn't oh isn't Pixels also? Didn't Pixels also legitimately just lift the entire premise from that Futurama like anthology mm-hmm. of interest episode? Where it's like, oh, Space Invaders literally come down to Earth and they've got to get the best video game player in the galaxy. Like, the best... Like, it yes. literally, it's, it's literally the exact... Beat beat. They just lifted the entire beat for beat, that plot of that, like, anthology of interest from Futurama. It's a great episode. But I remember seeing that being like, what the fuck? In, a, in an industry that is so hyper-concerned <laughs> with, uh, like, IP right. security, they, yeah, they're, all, they're all just lifting shit from each other constantly. It's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. It's
3: all parallel thinking, man. That's what they say. Yeah. Parallel thinking. Oh. Now, um,
0: <laughs> before we move on to the third segment, there there was a relatively recent video game movie that I feel like f- um, it, it went through one of these sagas. It's the Sonic movie. Oh, yeah. Where um, mm. the fucked up teeth. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, like I didn't see it, but Nick and Beppy, you guys did, right? Am I wrong? I didn't. Nick, did you see the Sonic movie? Okay, so I didn't see it, but I have friends who told me all about it, so I kind of feel like I saw it, sure. to be honest
5: with you. So that we'll take yeah, it. Yeah, this movie went through one of like some crazy shit before it actually came out. Like the internet backlash about what Sonic looked like. And they literally went back and did it again. Yeah, can you guys. I've never seen that. Yeah, before, can you guys think ever. of any time that that's happened before? I can't. Where like internet, like Twitter outrage, like
1: took <laughs> yes. took t- 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 a movie out of post production back into production. Ooh, Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus, I don't. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I feel like you know did did going back into production to like redo those graphics and refilm those things like wildly affect their bottom line did it actually get them more audience i mean they're doing a I sonic th- too
2: idris elba got announced as knuckles yes like today, yesterday right yeah, yeah. yeah. yes yesterday uh, today something like that yeah, yeah
3: that's awesome so um so i think it was money well spent yeah, To had, be oh, honest, yeah. i mean had they not had they not
2: unfucked up his teeth maybe no idris elba maybe there's a different timeline for idris elba right knuckles. whoa perhaps, exactly perhaps, perhaps exactly
1: i i didn't i didn't see the sonic movie but i so i don't know the premise of it but see sonic sonic to me feels like it could you could do the same thing with uh like you could do with detective pikachu or something is you take sonic and put him in like a genre film like you could like i don't know do something like a little bit different with that property considering like because you don't want a hyper realistic sonic you don't want the gritty Uh, You know, photorealistic hedgehog that's like running around like that's ridiculous. It's
3: always odd when he's like with people. It's like he's like almost the same height. It's strange.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is he is he like human height? No, no, that's fucked up.
3: (laughs) Not in the movie, but in like Sonic O Six, and like there's some strange stuff out there. Some strange just, Sonic. Okay, yeah.
1: if if Sonic were if Sonic <laughs> were six feet tall, as tall as a man, that would be the most uh, like in the movie. In the movie, like standing just, next just next to, I I I to, James James Marsden, to Cyclops. Just, yeah, just next
2: to James Big Marsden, Sonic. looking him square in the eye. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, stop, eject the DVD, throw the DVD in the trash, and the DVD player as well. Like, that is up. I never want to think about that. A, 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 a human Son- hype Sonic. Tall
2: Sonic makes you uncomfortable. Tall Sonic is your uh, 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 sleep paralysis demon. Yeah,
5: exactly. <laughs> That's um, going to be the thumbnail for this episode. Tall Sonic. <laughs> tall Sonic. Tall Sonic. Sonic.
0: Yeah. yeah um, so, I mean, we could we could talk movies and games forever, but we're going to move on to the uh, third and final segment here. Oh, yes. So, um, now, gentlemen, uh, your podcast the most... Um, Mm. we're going to play your game by hopefully your rules or close to it. (gasps) So we're going to ask some questions to the entire panel that involve the most as a part of the question and let's hear your answers. So for anyone on YouTube listening along, feel free to put your answers in the comments. So we'll, um, I feel like this is a group that likes to chat. So we're going to try to go as rapid fire as we can here. (laughs) Sure. So I'm going to go around. I'm (laughs) going to ask a question. I'll go around the panel and uh, we're gonna, we're all all assigned some questions here, so let's go ahead. Number one, uh, what game or movie made you the most scared while playing or watching? We're gonna start with Bepi, and then I will call people out in a row. Bepi, go. Scared? Um, Playing or watching, movie or game?
3: I'll lean into the game and talk about that uh, that Resident Evil baby that we that we were just like that that like I told you I was I was sitting there in the dark playing this game and it literally just made me scream (laughs) like I'm not I'm not like easily startled that thing is fucking horrifying that was the worst that's that's
2: mine Uh, Drew Signs oh that's a scary movie very classy good
0: one
3: uh
1: without question playing with headphones on Alien Isolation.
5: Holy oh that, that game's pretty scary
1: I, 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 I couldn't finish it I had decided to put it down like I got so like my heart rate was through the roof playing that game terrifying
5: game oh, man, Greg would you argue not, you're better off not finishing it
0: yeah you, you and I would have a contentious <laughs> argument because listen I agree I also hated it but I do agree that it was very <laughs> scary <laughs> Uh, Nick, uh, most uh, scared playing a game or watching a movie? Go. Sure. Um, so most people on this podcast know
5: uh, I, can't, I do not do horror movies. I am a huge wuss when it comes to horror movies. So pretty much any horror movie ever made has scared me into weeks worth of nightmares. But if we're going to talk about something specific, I am going to say when I played Resident Evil 7 in VR. Oh, that's a good option. That that's a good choice. was absolutely terrifying. I think I lasted 15 minutes minutes <laughs> i barely got in the house my hand got cut off i'm like fuck it i'm done i can't do <laughs> <answer> this
4: anymore
0: <laughs> um uh beppy take the next question
3: yes so okay so what game have you died the most in <laughs> i
0: i mean that's just, i hate to just say the most like the most obvious answer which is dark souls i mm. I, I mean it is i mean but i enjoyed it the whole time i enjoyed getting my ass kicked so that's got to be mine. Um, Drew. Crash Bandicoot 1. Oh,
3: <laughs> oh good yeah. one. Punishing.
2: Andrew. Super Mario World. Ah. Without, yeah. w- uh, because I, I,
4: I got
1: that at a time when I uh, had the, the, the right time and sunk so many hours into it and died all, all the time and recently picked it back up on Switch. And I am Awful at it. I die constantly. <laughs> I have lost all gameplay ability for fucking Super Mario World no. now. I'm just dog shit. I'm a terrible at it. So. Yeah.
5: <laughs> oh, okay, so because Greg already said Dark Souls, I'm gonna choose something else i am gonna have to go with i talked about this on our final fantasy madness episode i'm gonna have to go with final fantasy 3. i have never game overed and lost hours of progress so many times in a video game Mm. it was hell don't ever play this game
0: (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, I,
3: I actually uh, I, I think, uh, Greg, I'm pretty much with you. Sekiro with mm-hmm. the last boss. I, I it was at least like 50 tries. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> never mind
0: the rest of the game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick, take All the right. next one.
5: All right. So what game have you played the most or replayed the most or what movie oh that's the next one sorry what (laughs) game have you played the most or replayed the most um yeah beppy why don't you take this one first
3: oh sure um yeah game i think uh i think is gonna be halo 2 Mm. it's it's I, i checked my stats on the uh the the mr chief collection uh pretty recently it's it's in the realm of uh you know, a couple hundred days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and that's, that's not even like the original Xbox game. Mm. So it's, it's got to be up there. That's mine. All right, Andrew.
1: Uh, I would say probably the game that I sunk the most amount of time into, maybe not played the most, but definitely sunk the most time into was Red Dead 2. Cause okay. I, I did every single, like got, got all the legendary animals, did all the damn, side quests and all that kind of damn. stuff. I, 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 mm-hmm. I, I'm I I'm almost, and I could still get into it, but I, I tried to grind as much of that game as possible. Cause I mm. love that world so much, uh, but yeah, that's mine.
0: All right, Greg. uh Dude, you, do you know what mine is? It's RuneScape, dude. Oh fuck, RuneScape. Oh yeah, let's I go. Didn't even think about <laughs> that. Dude, wow. that was my era, RuneScape man. Like, rocks. like 03 to 07, like middle school. Wow. Absolutely.
3: That's when you have that free time. You can yep. just go and go.
5: I didn't even think about that. That's a great one. All right, Drew. I'm going to say Crash
2: Bandicoot 2 because uh, <laughs> wow, my, my parents bought me a PlayStation when I was 10, but they didn't understand what a memory card was. and So oh, I would no. only play, I would play it for as long as I could until like, I would like pause it until the PlayStation overheated, and so I would just keep playing the same, like <laughs> oh loop my God. until recently during a uh, COVID, I I wound up going back through the second one and just
5: beat Hell yeah. shit out of it
2: and being like, oh, nice. okay, oh, yeah.
5: this is, this is like right. So, five extra levels. <laughs> nice. So, We're not gonna everybody... get mine. Oh, jeez, jeez! Wow. I escaped the wow. question, not even let me go. Well. Uh, so, I mean, obviously RuneScape would have been a great one. Mm. I won't say it. I won't copy Greg. Greg, you know what I'm about to say. It's going it to be Fire Emblem? Emblem on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, <laughs> sure. I've played that game so many times. Can't even tell you, Greg, our game battery died because I yep. played that game so much. Damn. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. Wow. And I, I'm a little bit embarrassed, but whatever. <laughs> it's I fine. didn't know that was possible. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: so, uh, similar vein here. Uh, what, what movie have you rewatched the most? We're going to start with Bepi.
3: <laughs> uh is it weird if i say borat
0: no <laughs> i mean it's <laughs> fine maybe i think it
3: might be <laughs> <laughs> <That's> hilarious there's <laughs> uh, a period of my life where that's like all i was watching uh,
0: uh drew what can i say go ahead
2: uh probably the life aquatic really
0: yeah, uh, yeah wow oh. okay
2: up there it too out for on me. Came my birthday when I was like 17, and like has I always wanted to be an oceanographer as a kid. So it's all the things I like: cool. movies, oceanography. Wow.
3: Um, <laughs> uh, Andrew, awesome.
1: Okay, so this comes with a huge caveat, but uh, I so I used to do uh, live in person uh, movie mocking with a, uh, a comedy troupe here in Austin called Master Pancake Theater. And uh, so we do four shows every weekend uh, at the Alamo Draft House. And so I have seen a lot of movies, a lot of bad movies, many times. Nice. And I would say that a heavy contender for a movie that I have seen, I'm saying at this point in the many years, because we redo shows, I would say one of the movies that I've seen the most uh, is Fifty Shades of Grey.
0: Oh, Oh, no.
1: (laughs) I have seen, I have probably seen, I have probably seen like the handful that I can think of 50 shades of gray Jurassic park, Jurassic uh, park, uh, is up there. I've seen all, I've seen like a, probably a handful of movies, uh, over a hundred times and 50 wow. shades of gray is, is, is wow. up there in the like eighties or nineties. So that comes wow. with a heavy caveat, but it's pretty wild to think that I have spent like significant amounts of of my life watching yeah. <laughs> 50 watching, How does
3: it get better the more you watch it oh abs absolutely
1: it's, <laughs> I, I, have, I have stockholm i have stockholm syndrome with uh, 50 shades of gray now uh I, I now love it uh as oh my, no uh, my one um, true love yeah exactly that's it's awesome you. yeah
5: nick go ahead this is really embarrassing i hate go ahead. this god <laughs> it's the room yeah, yeah. It's the room.
3: Yeah. Uh, of
5: course, from seeing it in theaters with throwing the spoons, or just having showings here at my condo, but with friends. Oh god, I think I've seen it twenty times. Please help yeah. me. Yeah. No, I, <laughs>
1: I, the, the room, the room is, is like the tape from the ring. Yep. Like you have to yeah. show it to someone. <laughs> yes. uh, exactly.
5: Like,
1: <laughs> after you see it, you're like, oh my God, you haven't seen it. Like you have to, and they both have like a pale, dark haired monster in them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it is the tape from the ring. You must show it to someone who hasn't yep. seen it. So that makes perfect sense. You would have seen, of course, you've seen the room uh, 20, 20 or more times. Perfect. Oh, it's, it's, it's incredible. incredible.
0: Listen, I am a man of taste, and I believe Ooh. mine is actually Lord of the Rings. Ooh. I think it actually oh, yeah, is. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah! So, for the sake of time, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna roll through these. So here we go with the next one. So, oh, th- this is a sad one. What was the most disappointing game or movie that you were looking forward to, uh, Beppy? I think I know yours. So can you go first? <laughs> Oh, are you talking about Dark Souls too? Well, oh, I thought you were going to say <laughs> Halo Three, but
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 of course, of course, of course, yeah. yeah. The, the, <laughs> I mean, both yeah. pretty, pretty high. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Drew, most <laughs> most disappointing movie or game you were looking forward to? i was just
2: gonna say uh, Crash Bandicoot 3 to keep with the theme. I, there's no, I, don't, sure. I can't <laughs> really give <you> the answer, <laughs> but I just wanted, I to, I just wanted uh, to knock out the
3: trifecta. Andrew, you can do four next.
1: <laughs> Ooh, you know th- this this is a tough one. I don't know where we're short on time. Uh, but I I, I feel like uh, uh, the Darjeeling Limited oh, to go back yeah, to right. to to Wes Anderson. Uh, that that uh, Drew referenced earlier. I I really feel like I was I was really teed up to love the Darjeeling Limited, and really? I just did, like, and because I'm a huge Wes Anderson fan, and that one was a real whiff for me. Like, I was just like, I th- man. I thought it was,
3: yeah, pretty low for me in his in his pantheon. Yeah. For sure. So,
1: I, I'd say the Darjeeling Limited was a, was a big swing and a miss uh, when I was po- poised to be absolutely in love with it.
5: Nick? <laughs> you know, like Drew, I'm gonna keep going with my theme here. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna have to say Fire Emblem Fates. Oh, sure. It is a huge disappointment for me. Everyone knows how terrible the script is and what we expect from that series. Very disappointing.
0: I have no idea what mine is. Like, like, I just, I feel like I'm more of like a gaming academic where I play everything. And even though I hate it, I still finish it. Is it Control? Oh, that game sucks. (laughs) Oh my God. Holy shit. That's mine. That is absolutely
1: my game. Wait, wait, wait,
0: really? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You hate it or you love it? I hate it. I fucking hated it. Why do you hate it? i, Why I, do I, I hate
2: revisited it? and and didn't hate it as much but definitely didn't love it okay
0: i i can't believe i'm getting this well then again i almost said i can't believe i'm getting this platform it is my platform yeah but, but,
3: <laughs> yeah this so, might be the third time you talked about yeah, it too, so. my,
0: my <laughs> 30 seconds on this i hated control because you guys ever play those games when 10 seconds into the game even moving your character is awkward and you know you're in for it yeah like you just know sure. it's not gonna be good and then sure. there's like two minutes into the game the script is bad. The you can pick dialogue out of order, so the story doesn't make sense. I think the I think the the. I'm not trying to disparage anybody. I just feel like the acting job is really bad in this game, and it's it's bad to the point where I'm not sure if it was on purpose. Like, because the game huh. is kind of weird for the sake of being weird. Sure. And like, I, and also, it's a horror game, but there are radial quests, and enemies have levels above your heads. Like, fuck you. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead.
1: Oh no! I uh, that sorry. You totally. I was like trying to rack my brain. I went with a movie because I was like, I'm trying to think about what game like really disappointed me. Control is absolutely that game for me because for me it's because like I mean the the acting is pretty uh, rough. Um, I think it's just because from the description and from the aesthetic and from what like the world they're trying to build, it is poised to be such an so interesting cool, game. Right? It's and it poised is not. to be so cool. <laughs> like I'm I'm talking like. This is like okay, a video game based on M.K. Ultra. Just like take me down that mid-century CIA drop an acid crazy like sci-fi horror bullshit. I'm on board, and then the game is just like just fucking vile. Tedious. It's just like <laughs> it yes, yeah, so, thank you. So so upsetting to like play and like the like the 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 the, the battle uh, the, the way you like fight and all the controls. I just like. Get me out of here. Get me the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of here. Dude,
0: God, it, I, it doesn't... The tone in the game don't align at all, dude. Sorry, I shouldn't turn this into a shitting on control podcast. <laughs> That's okay. But, like, before we move on, Drew, you said you re- you replayed it. You didn't hate it as much as you thought oh, you good. did.
2: I got halfway through it and turned it off. So I was like, this is really disappointing. I, I agree. I was, <laughs> I was very disappointed. I and mean, then, like, was either going to buy Red Dead 2 for the full price. And I think it was going to go on sale, like, the next week. So I was like, I'll just replay control and I managed to finish it uh, but definitely yeah like I get I get it like you know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah cute, cute yeah,
0: yeah. all right <laughs> so God I'm so glad we align on that because the game reviewed so well and it makes me so mad but like <laughs> it didn't feel like a triple A title. Was it a triple A no. title? No, it's a. I think you'd consider it a double A okay. title, but I really like that company. I like Alan Wake, so I was so disappointed. So I mean we just talked about control for so long. I think I think I was the last one to answer. I'm gonna move on to the next question. So uh, thank you guys so much for coming on. This is gonna be the last one um, before we run too long. So let's let's end it on a fun note here. Uh, what movie was the most fun to see in theaters Ooh. for you guys? You saw it live, it live. You saw it in the <laughs> theater with people. Uh, what, what was the most fun, Beppy? Do you have one? Most fun? Yeah, most fun. You were with other people in the theater, and it, it was fun being there with everybody. Um, I went to see uh, that movie
3: Mother in Queens. Yeah. And 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 it got a hell of a reaction, let me tell you. Probably not the one the director intended, but it was, it was a lot of fun to watch that.
0: <laughs> uh, Drew or Andrew, do you have one?
1: The most fun I ever had in a movie theater, I can tell you the hardest I've ever laughed, so I'm going to uh, absolutely count this as the most fun I ever had in a movie, was Jackass 2.
4: Oh, <laughs> I, good
1: one. I have never, I don't think I've ever laughed that hard in my life. Let alone in a movie theater, I I remember being like, people thought I wasn't okay. Like, I was like, like, people were, people, people checked on me in uh, Jackass 2. That is absolutely the funniest movie I've ever seen, the funniest, uh, the hardest I've ever laughed in a movie without a doubt. And I saw it with like small group of friends. So like coupled oh, with that, we were all just fall we were all falling out. So of course, that's like sure. the most fun I've ever had in a movie. I- Nick.
5: <sighs> okay. I-, I hate this. Oh, I'm going to oh, use go the ahead. same <laughs> bad movie for two answers. Very the first good. time I saw the room in theaters, I yeah. think you were there, Greg, Beppy, I believe you may have been there too. All of our friends were there. We threw the spoons. We set all the lines. That was an incredibly funny experience and I probably won't great. ever forget yeah. it. It was great.
2: Drew, do you have one? I think so. I think it's going to be a weird one. Uh, Josie and the Pussycats. I was like, no. I was ah, like, really? I was like 14 and like we just talked through the whole movie. It was the worst for everyone else in the theater, it was probably a terrible experience. But I just remember uh, having a really like one of those few times as a kid where you're like, oh, all my friends are here. We're having a great time. Mm-hmm. And the movie, the movie's shockingly weird. And so, like, mm. the reveal at the end of Josie and the Pussycats, I remember being completely being like blown away by like the bizarre twist ending. So I think that, yeah, that's it. That's my answer. Wow. Nice. Man of
0: taste. All right. I So I have two that are very different. Oh, um, my number one might be Get Out. Damn. Oh, um, oh tight, ty- yeah. yeah, good one. Because I was in a packed theater. We know it was totally sold out and um uh, just the audience in the room just had just had so many good lines to shout at the movie and it, it was so it was just great you know when everybody's really locked in and everyone's scared and on edge mm-hmm. and everyone's into it it was just a great energy in that crowd and beppy i can't believe you didn't say this my other favorite one was pass through neil breen oh my god pass through oh yeah, that was awesome yeah oh, oh. my god that was you great guys,
3: uh neil breen aficionados uh, you, guys, you guys
0: aware of neil breen <laughs> no. oh oh no. my i can't wow. believe you're talking about
3: neil breen on this anyway oh. we won't
0: we we won't go. Too, we won't You're go, taking
3: your first step into a larger world. Oh my gosh. We
0: won't go too far here, but if you like the room and like directors who think they're the Uh-oh, shit and they also act in it God. and it's really oh, bad. Yes, I, I, know, know. I know who
1: it is. I know oh, who it is. Wow. Both, both no, of no. them just oh, no.
0: No. No. Yeah. Yep. So, Las Vegas yeah. is finest. Las Vegas <laughs> is finest. <laughs> Neil, yes. 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 Holy <laughs> hell. Absolutely. So, everybody, thank you so much for being on. We've covered a lot of content today. Drew. Andrew, thank you so much for coming on. Sure. Thanks for having us. Beppy, Nick, and myself, thank you guys so much. This is going to do it for goddamn GameCube, and we will see you guys next time. Thank you.